Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 119, verses 97 through 104. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all day long. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is always with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your decrees are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, for I keep your precepts. I hold back my feet from every evil way in order to keep your word. I do not turn away from your ordinances, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Exodus chapter 18, verses 1 through 12. Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, heard of all that God had done for Moses and for his people Israel, how the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt. After Moses went away, sent away his wife Zipporah, his father-in-law Jethro took her back, along with her two sons. The name of the one was Gershom, for he said, I have been an alien in a foreign land. And the name of the other, Eliezer, for he said, The God of my father was my help and delivered me from the sword of Pharaoh. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, <coughs> Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, came into the wilderness where Moses was encamped at the mountain of God, bringing Moses' sons and wife to him. He sent word to Moses, I, your father-in-law Jethro, am coming to you with your wife and your two sons. Moses went out to meet his father-in-law. He bowed down and kissed him. Each asked after the other's welfare, and they went into the tent. Then Moses told his wife, told his father-in-law, all that the Lord had done to Pharaoh and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake, all the hardship that had beset them on the way, and how the Lord had delivered them. Jethro rejoiced for all the good that the Lord had done to Israel in delivering them from the Egyptians. Jethro said, Blessed be the Lord, for he has delivered you from the Egyptians and from Pharaoh. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods because he delivered the people from the Egyptians when they dealt arrogantly with them. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, brought a burnt offering and sacrifices to God. And Aaron came with all the elders of Israel to eat bread with Moses' father-in-law in the presence of God. Colossians chapter 1, verse 27 through chapter 2, verse 7. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It is he whom we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone in all wisdom, so that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil and struggle with all the energy that he powerfully inspires within me. For I want you to know how much I am struggling for you, and for those in Laodicea, 
and for all who have not who have not seen me face to face. I want their hearts to be encouraged and united in love, so that they may have all the riches of of assured understanding, and have the knowledge of God's mystery, that is, Christ Himself, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I am saying this so that no one may deceive you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, and I rejoice to see your morale and the firmness of your faith in Christ. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Welcome to the seventh Monday after Pentecost. Today filled with pauses, repetitions, and slips of the tongue. Um, uh, this morning is about work, uh, not just the work it takes to wake up and read scripture um, and to record and send out a podcast, but the work that God does um, in Exodus. The, I mean, the scene is uh, Moses is has been has led his people to freedom, and I need to look it up. I don't remember what he had done with Zipporah, his wife, if they essentially divorced. Perhaps because he realized he was a Hebrew or something. I don't know, or if it was just like, hey, go hang out with your dad while I do this thing because shit's gonna get real. Um, but. His, his wife and kids are there. Anyway, um, and it's it's about Jethro, his father-in-law, in case you didn't pick that up. Scripture <laughs> repeats that a lot. And I, that's why I'm not sure if it's like, is Jethro trying to remind him or is the author trying to remind us, like, uh, Moses, you've got a family, don't forget them. I'm not sure. Um, but Jethro is impressed. He's a Midianite. In fact, he's the priest of Midian. And uh, so he's not uh, a Hebrew, um, and he didn't uh, have, you know, he doesn't share the same lineage as the Israelites do. Um, and that's, that's part of why I'm not sure, like, if, that, if there's some kind of split. But um, it, the, the subtitle that NRSV gives is Jethro's advice. Um, I'm not sure where the advice comes in, but... He comes back and says, hey, uh, let's hang out. And they exchange pleasantries. And Moses tells him everything that happens. And Jethro, the, the kind of centerpiece of the passage is when Jethro blesses the Lord and affirms like, oh, he delivered you from the Egyptians and from Pharaoh. Um, and I know that the Lord is greater than all gods because he delivered the people um, when they dealt arrogantly with uh, when the Egyptians dealt arrogantly with the Israelites. Um, and so that's like the, that's the centerpiece of this passage. Uh, Jethro saying, yeah, God did this. This is incredible. There's no God greater than your God. Um, and it's because of the work that God did on behalf of the slaves in Egypt. And then we hear from Paul in his letter to the church in Colossus, um, I want to know how much I want you to know how much I'm struggling for you, um, and uh, I want you to know the the mystery of God, which is Christ Himself. And it's 
as much about wisdom as it is about the work that God does. Uh, the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in Christ. Um, and he's kind of concerned that people be misled by plausible arguments. Um, but it's also very much about um, struggling and working um, and maturing. Um, and that, I think, is the correlation with the um, the passage from Exodus. Um, Paul is talking about working towards something, uh, the, the work that we do in God, in Christ. And in Exodus, it's the example that we receive that God has done work for us. Um, and so it's, it's not reversed, but it's, it's a two-way street. God works, sometimes miracles, and we work in God, um, and we are the fruit of and also um, the recipients of those miracles. Um, and that's perhaps a, a welcome message on a bright and early Monday morning to start off the work week, um, that sometimes you might stumble and trip over words lose your place in the reading, um, struggle to stay awake. Um, but this work um, is, is work that uh, I think that is uh, the benefit, uh, benefits from God's uh, partnership and also hopefully makes evident God's work here in the world. A prayer for the mission of the church from the Book of Common Prayer. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Jesus Christ, inspire our witness to him, that all may know the power of his forgiveness and the hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for pew-pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.